how you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. To the Nafches, the of Masech the Sota, friends. <sighs> Today we're going to wrap up uh, the previous Mishnah and just uh, go through uh, different halachas that are discussed there. Okay, we're going to start on Dafe Zainam Beis uh, all the way to the bottom of the Dafim. Omer Tehira Oni Ma'ilanoi to the Shari Mizuch. Oh, so if um, she says, "Look, you know, what do you want me to tell you? I'm innocent. You know, let me just drink this water and we can all move on with our lives." So Ma'ilanosa the Shari Mizuch. So, so, so she goes to the eastern entrance to the uh, temple. Ma'ilanosa, awesome kind. What do you mean Ma'ilanosa? What do you mean you bring her up over there, Darton? She, she's already Darton. She's already there. So the Maskin Allah, Umachtin Allah. Well, the thing is, as part of this whole process, right? Because we're, you know, there's there's a big emphasis. And, you know, if she did have an affair, we, we really would like for her to admit that so that it just, you don't have to erase the name of God. She doesn't have to die, you know, all that kind of stuff. So therefore, as part of that effort, we, you know, we bring her up, we bring her down and we move her around. And therefore, that's why she's she's going to end up having to go up to the base of Mikdash because they took her down, you know, as part of the process. Yaga to, 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 to wear her out so that she'll... Admit it if she did it. The Tanya is willing to advise Reb Shimon ben Elazar. Omer says Reb Shimon ben Elazar. Bezdin Masin as so Eidim Imakum Lemakum Kedeshet Itarev Daitan Aleim Viachzu Boyd. That also when it comes to a case of Dina Nefashis, right? If you have witnesses testifying that that somebody is Chayiv Misa, is Chayiv Misa is violated a capital offense and there's capital punishment. So that's obviously a very serious matter. So in that case as well, we you know we we what, what do we say? We, the witnesses in such a case, we move them around from place to place. So that if um, if uh, if what they're saying is untrue or or not valid, so they will recant their testimony when they get worn out. So we say we take her to the east eastern entrance to the temple where. We give the sotas to drink uh, the mesota, but as well as the mitzoras and yoledeses. So bishlam sotas dixiv emirakoyin es ha'yishul efnei Hashem. So I understand that by sota it says that 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 the woman is 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 uh, stands before God. Mitzorei nami dixiv emirakoyin amitai v'goyim. Also, when it comes to uh, mitzoras, it says that the koyin will will stand the mitzora um, uh, before God as well. My time. How come a Yoledes is going to be there by the eastern entrance to the temple? If you're going to say, well, because anybody who brings a korban needs to stand, you know, you know, uh, accompany their korban. The Tananas. We learn in Mishnah. I believe that's the Tananas. I think. Yeah. So Reb Dennis, the reason why it says the Tanya, but I changed it to the Tananas because. I have a note here that says that it's a Mishnah. So if it's a Mishnah, it's a Mishnah. What do you want me to tell you? Alright. It's a Mishnah in Tainus. In Korbanoi Shel Adam Karib Elim Kain Omin Al Gabab. That a fellow, right, right, that when a fellow offers a Korban, he uh, stands, you know, he accompanies the Korban. He stands with, you know, together with the Korban. And that is why a woman who gives birth and is bringing those birds at the end, she would. Um, stand by the entrance to the temple. That's the case. Zavon v'zavus nami. So if that's the case, then why are we stopping at sotas, mitzoras, and uh, yoldoses? What about zavon and zavuses? So enachinami. The Gemara says enachinami. V'tanachada minayu nakar. We just mentioned yoldoses, but we didn't mention zavons, zavons and zavuses. But uh, it would apply there 
as well they should stand by their corbin and, and, and stand um, before God. Um, that we don't, if there are two women who are sotas, so we don't sort of feed two birds with one seed. We don't, um, um, speaking of which, the, uh, the, I, I heard that phrase, feed two birds with one seed, seed from my chover, uh, Pesach David Stadlin. The Maise, he got married the other night. I was at the Hasan. I saw Hillel there. We were schmoozing. It was nice. I, I took, I had Rahmanis on Hillel. I didn't force him to learn with me. The truth is, I actually didn't, I brought my Gemara, of course. I always bring my Gemara wherever I go because just in case, uh, um, there's some downtime, Chaparain. Um, but, um, the Maise at that Hasan, there was no downtime. Usually at a Hasan, usually anywhere I go, I find ways to just, um, you know, prepare the daf. But, but no, that chasana, um, I was very engaged. I, I was engaged, but my, I, I don't know. I, I didn't ignore everybody. <laughs> well, I did, but not to the extent that I usually do. <laughs> okay, turn our button. Um, in Mashkin Shte Sotos Kachas. So, so we don't, um, so we don't, um, 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 uh, give to drink um, two sotas at the same time. We don't feed two birds with one seed. We don't drink two sotas at once. Because we want to prevent the situation where anybody's pride is going to prevent them from admitting. Right? If you have um, two uh, women who are sotas and you know one of them is looking at her friend and her friend is not admitting it, so 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 she so so, so she herself says. You know what? If she's not admitting it, I'm not admitting it either. But she's she's guilty. She really should admit it. Um, so in order to prevent a situation where where a woman who's a sota would really um, you know admit it and avoid the whole sota thing, um, but you know out of sort of pride of being with this other person, they don't admit it. So we want to avoid that situation, and we don't have two sotas at once. Rebuda Omer Rebuda says it's not uh, because of the pride thing. Elo Amar Kra. It's because we have a pasuk. Osa levada. The pasuk says, "What does the pasuk say?" Vishbia osa akoy. Osa osa levada. Her only one at a time. V'tanekame oksev osa. So why does the tanekame say that it's about pride? If we have a pasuk, shouldn't it, should the pasuk should uh, that should be the reason? Because it says osa, like Rabbi Yehuda says. And for the Gemara, tanekame Rabbi Shimoni. Who's the tanekame? Tanekame is tanekame is taker Rabbi Shimon. The darish tam the Kra. The Rabbi Shimon expounds reasons behind Psukim, right? Umatam ko Omar, matam osa levada. Rabbi Shimon is saying, Enochinami, yeah, I know. The Pasuk says osa, and because it says osa, it means that only one at a time. Why though? Why does the Pasuk say one at a time? The rationale for why the Pasuk says only one at a time is so that um, nobody would, nobody's pride would, 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 um, prevent their admission. Fine. Friends, I, I'm sorry, I need to take a break a second, but just to acknowledge that this is pretty, it's geschmack in the sense that, um, I don't know, it feels like it could just, we could just learn Gemara again. I feel like it wasn't like this with Nadarim and Nazir. It was always, I don't know. Something was always funny over there. This is just questions and answers and people and, let's go fight. My Benai, what's the nafkamina between Reb Yehuda and Reb Shimon? Well, what if you, what if one of them is trembling? Well, what if one of the women is trembling? So then, 
So then, according to Rib Shimon, who's saying, well, there's a reason why we only do one at a time, and that's because we don't want anybody's pride to, to get ahead of them. Well, in this case, you know, the, she's trembling. She's, she's clearly not uh, too proud to tremble, so therefore she wouldn't be too proud to admit it either if she was guilty, um, you know, if she had had, had an affair. Um, uh, but if you say, like Rabbi Yehuda, that it's just about the Pasuk, it, look, it says Osa. It's non-negotiable. It says one at a time. So then you would still have to do one. Verosesses, Mimashim. But one second, even if she was trembling and scared and therefore, you know, there's no problem of pride. But still, how could we have two sotas drink the mesota at once? But of course, we know, we've seen before, that there's halacha, that we don't bundle together mitzvahs. We don't just try to, we, we don't try to feed two birds with one seed. We don't just say, you know what, why don't we just get the biggest bang for our buck when it comes to mitzvahs? No. Each mitzvah needs to be, uh, um, addressed, um, with, with its own, uh, proper approach and respect and space. And therefore, we don't just say, all right, let's get all the sotas together, let's, uh, and let's give mesota to as many people at once so we can go on with our lives. We don't do that. One at a time, we do mitzvahs. We don't, we don't bundle together mitzvahs. Detanya. So, Reb Dennis, I'm changing the Tanan to Detanya because I have a note here that says it's a brise rather than a Mishnah. Detanya, in mashkin shtei sotis keachas, we don't, um, we don't, um, 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 uh, give the mesota to two sotas at once. Ve metayun shnei mitzaroin keachas, and we don't, um, 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 uh, purify two mitzoras at once. Vein rotsin shnei avodim kachas. And, uh, we don't nail two evid ivries to the door at the same time. Okay. Vein or, remember I once thought it was really funny that, that we nail them to the door, but it doesn't say that you take out the nail, so they're basically just stuck to the doorpost. We call them the doormen. Vein orphan, we don't do egla arufas two at the same time. And, okay, that's when you find a uh, person who's dead in the middle of the city and find, so we kill these calves. Because we don't bundle together mitzvahs, we don't try to feed as many birds with one seed. So, 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 Abaye, some they say that, well, it depends. If it's one coin, you know, uh, officiating, so then, so then, yeah, you wouldn't try to feed as many birds with one coin. But, right, to drink as many mesotas, right, as many sotas with one coin. But if there's multiple koanim, right, if there are two koanims, then you, so, then, so then you could, you know, then, then it would be okay to do multiple, assuming that there's no issue of pride. Okay. Um, so then the um, the koyin grabs her by her garment. The rabbi is taught ufara esrosh haisha. It says that right that uh, that he reveals the head of the woman in the elerosha gufminayin. All I know is her head. What about her body? Right, we're saying that right that we that 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 we expose her heart. It says the woman, so not just her head, right, uh, but also her. And her body. Well, then why mention the head if it's really the whole body? Because it teaches that specifically when it comes to the head, he would undo the braids of the hair. Now, Rabbi Yehuda had said that if her heart was very beautiful, so then 
um, the coin would not reveal her heart. So that implies <clears throat> that Rabbi Yehuda seems to be concerned about, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Rabbi Yehuda seems to be concerned about Hirhur, right? About, I meaning he's concerned, you know, if her, if her heart is very beautiful, so, so then, um, you know, we, we don't want to expo- expose her because then any of the people over there will, will uh, have, might have thoughts that we don't want them to have in the Beis Amikdosh. So, so Rabbi Yehuda is concerned about Hirhur, that people might, ha- might have inappropriate thoughts. Whereas the rabbis seem to not be concerned, and they say they don't seem to making it, be making a distinction, and they say we reveal her heart, regardless of who it is. So does that imply that Rabbi Huda he's considered about inappropriate thoughts? He's concerned about inappropriate thoughts. Whereas the rabbis are unconcerned about inappropriate thoughts. But we learn fakert when it comes to misas bezdin. The tanis we learn in ish mechasin also perek echod. So in this case, when it comes to Misa's Bezdin, when it comes to capital punishment, I think specifically stoning. So a, a, a man who's getting stoned, they would cover his private parts uh, just in front of him. Whereas a woman, they would cover both in front of her as well as behind her. Um, but that was it. Other than that, they other than that they were not wearing clothing. Whereas the chachamim, they say, look, a man would be stoned um, uh, naked, but not a woman. A woman um, um, would be stoned in clothing. So here we see that Rabbi Yehuda is less concerned about hirhor, right? He's basically, just, you know, they're they're both just wearing minimal coverings, whereas the rabbis say, no, we are concerned about hirhor, and therefore a woman would be stoned in her clothing. Omer Raba, so 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 we're seeing fakert, right? We're seeing so over here by Sota, the rabbis seem to be unconcerned about hirhor, whereas Rabbi is concerned about hirhor. But when it comes to um, um, stoning, it, we see fakert that uh, Rabbi Yehuda is not concerned about hirhor, and the rabbis are concerned about hirhor. Omer Raba says Raba Achotaimo Mai. So what is the reason why by Sota Rabbi Yehuda says that we're concerned about hirhor? Shema Tetsimi Bezdin Sakos, because after all, by Sota, hopefully she's innocent, and hopefully she'll just walk right out of Bezdin. In which case, in which case, if she, you know, if her heart is very beautiful, and the priests uh, 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 witnessed her heart, and they were um, uh, and and they were uh, aroused by her heart, and then she's innocent, so then that arousal and that I don't know if arousal is the right word, but 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 that. Experience will persist. Those, those, those thoughts will persist. But when it comes to stoning, she's about to die. So like any, any inappropriate thoughts will die with this woman. But maybe you'll say, well, maybe they got sort of uh, initiated with this woman who's now dead, but now they're going to apply this experience, right? They're going to now have uh, inappropriate thoughts about other women. So that the way that the Yetzirah works is that it applies to, to a specific um, a object of its desire. And therefore, um, therefore, when it comes to a woman who's about to be stoned, there's less of a concern, according to Rabbi Yehuda, since um, she's about to die, and then the Yetzirah for this particular woman will go away and will not be uh, applied to others. However, uh, Rabbi Yehuda is concerned that when it comes to Sota, hopefully she will be you know, innocent and then and then she will live and 
um, there is a concern about uh, long-term negative thoughts. Okay. Now Rav says, okay, great, so you answered Rabbi Yehuda, right, about the, uh, you know, hopefully the Sota will live, but the um, woman getting stoned will not live. How do you explain the rabbis? How come the rabbis said that um, by Sota they're not concerned um, about exposing her heart, regardless of who she is, of what she looks like? And, um, and, um, and, um, and, um, um, in, um, um, when it comes to when it comes to me, says Bezdin, they are concerned, and they say that uh, a woman is stoned uh, wearing clothing. So I just read that again. So Ella, So says that look, we answered for Yehuda that we're concerned that by Sota she'll be innocent, and then the negative thoughts will will persist. Whereas that's not a concern by Misa. But, now according to the rabbis, it's also no problem because that the reason why the rabbis say um, by Sota that we reveal her heart regardless and, and, and because the reason why they say that is because the, what we're trying to accomplish by the Sota is this concept in the Pasuk of that all the women should take Musr from this woman uh, who's going through this through this experience, and therefore the uh, they're not concerned about hearhor; they're more concerned about sort of making an example. Um, so hasham in chayisur gadol mizeh. Whereas when it comes to misas bezdin stoning, I mean, if you're looking for an example, there's no greater example than stoning somebody to death. I think uh, I imagine that should be a pretty clear point. So vechitem loved be botarte, and if you're going to say, well, why don't you just do both, stone her? And uh, and and uh, make her get stone naked. So I'm Rav Nachman. I'm Rav Baravua. I'm Akra. You hear this? It says Rav Nachman in the name of Rav Baravua that look the pasuk says Rav Tolerecha Kamocha that you have to love your fellow like you would love yourself. And even if a person uh, needs to be put to death because they because they violated a capital offense, nonetheless Barlo Misa Yafe still you know carry it out in the in the sort of most humane possible. Uh, way within the sort of um, 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 constraints of 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 what needs to be done, which is stoning or whatever capital punishment. But still, you know, uh, you know, if, if 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 the if the stoning itself is going to drive home a, a point pretty 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 clearly, so then you don't need to do anything more than that. You don't you don't you know you don't need to make the person be naked as well. So let's say that this concept of Rav Nachman seems to be machlokas tanoi. The rabbis seem to be concerned about Therefore, they say that she would get stoned in her clothing, and Rav seems to not be concerned about the So the Gemara says actually that's not the case. Islu to Rav Nachman. No, Rabbi Yehuda also holds of Rav Nachman and that you know even in the even when we have to uh, even in the case of capital punishment, still you know you want to do it in the most menschlich way. But nonetheless, this is the machlokes. My sovet bezione adif le tvei mitzayir to gufe. My sovet tzayir, excuse me, tzayir to gufe adif le tvei mitzayir. So, um, um. Let, let me read that again, just so I remember whose opinion is what and which order we're in. So, that according to the rabbis, a person is much more concerned with their embarrassment more than their physical discomfort, right? So, meaning if you're stoning somebody, so now if 
you stone them naked, they'll die faster, which in terms of physical discomfort, I imagine either way there's going to be physical discomfort, but there will be less of it. It'll be quicker. Uh, but it will be embarrassing because you're naked. So the rabbis say, look, um, th- that a woman would be stoned in her clothing because we are more concerned uh, about, um, you know, her, her um, 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 what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, 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 what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, 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 uh, uh, oh, dang it. Come on, brain work. Um, ah, brain, come on. You got this, you got this, you got this. You got this. You got this. Come on, come on. Come on. You got this. Um, ah, it's like I could like see the word, but I can't say it. Um, ah, come on, come on, come on, come on. Dignity. Ha ha. Dignity. Ha ha. Dignity. So, 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 so a person's dignity is more, is more important to them, and therefore, they would wear clothing. Whereas, Rebutus says, look, at the end of the day, he argues that somebody just wants to get it over with as fast as they can, and therefore, um, better to do it without clothing on, even though, yeah, it will be less dignified, but it will be faster. So, the machlokas between Rebutus and Rabbanon is really about what would be considered more v'ahavta l'recha kamocha. Says the Gemara, so the Mishnah had said that if she was wearing white clothing, then we put her in black clothing. But if the uh, black clothing actually looks good on her, so then they wouldn't put on black clothing, they would put on ugly clothing. If she was wearing gold jewelry, they would remove it. Obviously, they would remove the gold jewelry. Obviously, you know, we're trying to uh, make her, sort of degrade her. Uh, as the sota, right? You know, right now. So of course she's not going to be wearing jewelry. But you might actually think that the irony of it would be quite um, um, degrading. As people say, right? You know, imagine a person is walking around uh, naked and they're wearing shoes. It's like you know, you're completely naked, but you're wearing shoes. It's funny. And therefore, same thing over here, right? Here, here's this woman that's like, is, is, looks terrible right now, and yet she's wearing gold jewelry. So you might think that, like, leave the gold jewelry on. It would just make, you know, show kind of, you know, emphasize the irony of the situation and sort of the, whatever, de- de- degraded, degraded nation, degradedness of the situation. Kamashma, no, you know, she doesn't wear her gold. Julie, my brain is like not working. I don't know why my brain is freaking not working. Brain, why aren't... Oh, I know why it's not working. I didn't sleep enough last night. That's why. Pretty sure that's why. Pretty sure it's because I didn't sleep enough last night. Pretty sure that's it. Okay. Fine. Um... Then they take a rope and they uh, tie, it, tie it above her breast so that her clothing doesn't fall down. Like, do, is this like a necessary part of it? What if they don't have a, what if they don't have this rope? Like, can they not continue? So, is it just so that 
um, her clothing stays on, in which case it doesn't need to be a rope, it could also be a belt. Or do we say, look, no, the whole point is that because she had put on some kind of a special belt for him, uh, therefore, um, uh, you know, uh, parallel to that, we bring this Chevel Amitri, but it needs to be this rope. So if Huna says, look, we learned in a Bryce of Achakach, maybe Chevel Amitri, Vikoshul, Malamidadel, Look, we have the verse that says that they bring this rope and they tie it above her breasts only so that her clothing doesn't fall off. So we see that it doesn't have to per se. Um, I believe that's the point, is that it doesn't have to be a rope. It could just be a... Um, um, yeah, exactly. So as she says, they could have also just so that the clothing doesn't fall off. So it could be a belt if you need it. It's so nice that we could just look at Rashi. Ugh. Friends, it's so geschmack to just be able to have the Gemara that we're familiar with. Anybody who wants to observe can observe. One second, this is inherently a question. On the one hand, Omar, on the one hand, we're saying anybody who wants to observe is welcome to observe. Doesn't matter, men can watch, women can watch, anybody can watch. But then it teaches, uh, but then it says at the end of the Mishnah that the women are permitted to watch. Watch. Implying that women are permitted to watch, but not the men. So Abai says, look, explain the Mishnah that when it says that anybody can come and watch, it means the women can come and watch. But it says anybody. Rav says, look, at the end of the day, the the mission says anybody can come and see. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. Hello, my Rav, rather says Rav, rather anybody who wants to come and see can come and see. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. But women must uh, come and observe. As the Pazik says, that the women will take Musr and not do, uh, not be, uh, not have affairs. Okay? Friends, as of Ches of Mesech the Sota, hope you enjoyed. Peace out.